Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Gendel, and on today's incredible episode, I'm speaking with the lovely and talented Randy Taran, author of Emotional Advantage, Embracing All Your Feelings to Create a Life You Love. Now, Randy is the founder and CEO of Project Happiness, and when her own child was suffering from stress and depression, this ignited a passion for sharing the best resources for helping others facing similar challenges. Randy produced the award-winning documentary, Project Happiness, which brought together young people from three continents to ask one question, what is the nature of lasting happiness? They interviewed George Lucas, Richard Gere, neuroscientist Richard Davidson, and ultimately had an unforgettable private audience with the Dalai Lama. Now, Through Project Happiness, Randy's dream of empowering women with the resources to create greater happiness within themselves and the world is coming to life. With a following of over 2.5 million on social media alone, messages of hope and science-based strategies for greater well-being are reaching people when they need it most. In these stressful times, enhancing and tapping into our inner resources is more important than ever. So if you're ready to embrace all your feelings to create a life you love, then stay tuned for this episode of the Daily Authors Podcast with Randy Taran. Hey, by the way, if you're ready to write your book today, you can head on over to writeabookuniversity.com forward slash free and get a free four lesson video course that'll help you on your journey to writing your book. Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast, a daily podcast all about books and the authors who gave them life. Each episode, your host interviews a new brilliant author as they reveal inside information about their incredible books and inspiring lives. Now, here's your host, Aaron Gendel. Well, thank you so much, Randy, for jumping on the Daily Authors Podcast. It is such a pleasure to have you and, and so excited to talk to you about your book, Emotional Advantage, Embracing All Your Feelings to Create a Life You Love. Well, thanks again for joining me. Thank you. I'm so happy to be with you. Well, before we jump into your book, Randy, could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your work and what you've got going on right now? Yes. Well, this book is actually an outgrowth of my work with an organization that I founded called Project Happiness. It's a nonprofit organization that was created when my own teenager was suffering through a period of stress and depression. And I was looking for solutions, something that, you know, they could relate to, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to all the stuff that I was trying to suggest, which didn't resonate at all. And I started the organization when I found out that uh, there was the science of happiness that existed at Harvard, but why weren't younger kids getting access? And, and that's what we started with the film and curriculum. And anyway, that led to this whole exploration of happiness and which led me to all these other feelings that are related to happiness. But you know, involve the full spectrum of our human emotions. Well, that's, that's very interesting. Could you just, I guess, tie it together and give us that 30,000 foot view of your book, Emotional Advantage? Sure. Well, we're taught to feel comfortable with the positive emotions like happiness and desire and confidence. Everyone has no problem with any of those. But when we are confronted with some of the more difficult emotions like fear or anxiety or anger, sadness, 
you know, most people just want to run the other way, but we are missing a huge opportunity because emotions actually carry information. The definition of emotions, it comes from the word emoter, and that's energy in action. So, you know, the energy part, it carries information. It, it's almost like a guidance system that we all have if we know how to use it. And most people tend to bury or ignore the so-called negative emotions, but I will argue that they're not negative. They're giving us, you know, valuable data points that we can use in our life to inform our decisions and to course correct if we need to. That's great. Uh, Randy, could you just tell us a little bit more about a particular section or chapter of the book? Uh, Something maybe you could help the listener take away some practical tips on happiness. Oh, sure. Well, we could start with happiness or we could start with, you know, some of the more difficult emotions, but if you'd like to Whatever you like. Okay. Well, let's uh, start with happiness. What we've done is uh, we've broken it down into seven categories that work along with how the brain works. So we like to have things in an organized way. So we've condensed it into the days of the week. So for principles and habits that will actually make you happier. So for example, we have Mindful Monday. That's all about mindfulness, being present in this very moment. Gratitude Tuesday, all about gratitude, Uh you know, and for the little things in life, it doesn't have to be epic or life-changing. It could even be the sun on your back or a cup of coffee or a lovely conversation. Wednesday is all about wellness. And these are the things that we know that our grandparents told us, you got to get some sleep, you got to eat decent food, you know, you have to exercise. But it brings in the science of that, why that it's really important to have sleep hygiene, for example, to cleanse negativity, um, the hormonal aspects from your brain, you know, how exercise is nature's antidepressant, how nutrition will fuel you and keep you going forward. Then we have Thoughtful Thursday, which has to do with altruism and paying it forward and how the little things like helping somebody out produces a happiness that no one can take away. It's internally sourced. And then Friday is all about Friday freedom, letting go of those limiting beliefs, understanding that we have a choice of which mindset we want to adopt, a fixed or a growth mindset. And that's a huge game changer. And then Saturday is all about social connecting. We're wired to connect. It produces empathy. It it allows us to thrive. And then finally, Sunday soul is about returning to our inner wisdom, to that intuition, connecting with something greater, you know, accessing those parts of ourselves, the whispers of the heart, to make time for that. So all of these are, you know, I guess aspects of cultivating greater happiness and anyone can do it. I don't care if you, 
say, well, I didn't get the happy gene. Guess what? You can be happier <laughs> for sure. So are these days that maybe you set aside to focus on these separate areas? And then yes. is it something that maybe comes together holistically as you progress or as you get, you know, maybe Both. Both of those, <laughs> two <laughs> aspects. So one is uh, making the choice to focus your brain, your mind on these things. And we all know that what we focus on grows, right? But not only does it grow in our experience, it also grows our neural pathways yeah. and changes the way our brain actually functions. So with practice, and it does take practice, we can actually gear ourselves more for using having happiness as our default mm -hmm. so if we practice gratitude every day or very often that's our mind goes to gratitude more easily than the negativity bias you know yeah so yeah. i love that it's powerful <laughs> well randy if the readers or the listeners could take away just one thing from your book, Emotional Advantage. What would you say that'd be? I would say that don't shut down your emotions, like the difficult ones, you know, like I'm never going to be angry or I don't, can't express anger. Anger is, it's a very powerful emotion that you can use that energy skillfully to protect your boundaries and to help you right a wrong, for example. Fear alerts you to danger. It actually protects you and it invites you to create the courage, harness that courage within you. Guilt brings you back to your core values. Anxiety is a wake-up call to make a shift. So actually, instead of repressing the emotions that make us uncomfortable, invite them in almost like they are a guest, you know, a friend, a child, and be with them and allow yourself to listen to what they want to tell you, you know, and the body also gives us information. So if you have a knot in your stomach or if you're, you feel tense um, in your neck or your, your shoulders, pay attention to that. Your body is trying to tell you an important message and anxiety does not have to be, you know, it's a huge epidemic, but it doesn't have to be a, a destructive force. It can actually be a wake up call. Um, if we listen to, you know, why is that happening? What are our triggers and so on? So pay attention to all of your emotions and allow them to move you in the direction of your dreams. Wow. Such a powerful message. <laughs> so let's just talk a little bit about your influences, Randy. Who has influenced you the most to be where you're at now? And I know you've had some situations with your own children and, and just trying to figure out who uh, maybe has brought you to this point to be helping others with happiness. Well, I would say I have a lot of influences. Originally, early on with the project, we actually made a film where we brought kids from three countries to visit. Well, they spoke with George Lucas, Richard Gere, a neuroscientist, and also with the Dalai Lama. So I would say that's a big influence. And I've learned so much about neuroscience that I have to say, 
Dan Siegel is a huge influence. Any of his books is incredible. Rick Hansen, Brene Brown, you know, I guess the usual suspects, you know, they're all doing groundbreaking work. Yeah. Who else? I mean, even ordinary people that are just living their life in a present way and being kind, choosing to um, demonstrate kindness because we all have a choice, you know, uh, no matter what the circumstance is. So those are kind of my heroes as well. Awesome. Yeah. What would you say has been a failure that you've learned from in your life the most? I know a lot of times that's where we learn the most. Any particular event stand out? Well, I'd have to say, I don't call it a failure, but what I've learned with my own children is to honor their individuality, their journey, their process, their inner guidance, you know. I do really believe that we are there to just coach them along, not to control. That's been a huge thing. As far as failure, I love the quote by Arianna Huffington, failure is not the opposite of success, it's a part of success, you know? So, and that speaks to the growth mindset as well, the work of Carol Dweck. You know, we learn from every situation. In fact, when challenging situations arise, I always ask two questions. What can I learn from this? And how can it make me stronger? So that's my view on failure (laughs) as a topic. Yeah. You beat me to a quote. Is there any others that you'd like to share with the listeners? I think, what is Gandhi's quote? Happiness is when what you say, what you do, and who you are, or something like that, are all in alignment, something to that effect. And that's something that I, I believe very much. You know, we need to be aligned and connected, not only to others, but to the deepest part of ourselves, our own values, and also to be connected to something greater, however that is defined. Yeah, great quote. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the book writing process and want to share with the listeners any tips or tricks that you've, you know, gained through your experiences in the process. If someone was interested in writing a book, what would you say to them? Um, I would say, let it evolve organically. It's good to, it's good to have an outline, um, certainly, and you know where you're starting and where you want to take it. And you know, try and create conditions so that the, the work comes, you know, the expression, it comes through you in a, where you feel really connected to what you are researching and so on, and then just allow the process to happen. It doesn't really matter what you are uh, writing initially, just get it down on paper. Yeah, great tips. Any other resources or people that helped you along the way as you wrote your book? Well, I think it was just researching everything that I could find on the topics, on each of the emotions. Yeah. You know, and then allowing that to kind of percolate and, you know, that's, that's soup to cook, you know. So, awesome. You know. 
What about writer's block? Did you experience that while you're writing your book? And if so, what did you do to overcome it? Well, I was grateful to have deadlines. That really helped me a lot. And the way I did it was I tackled the more difficult emotions first. And it seemed to help to get some of that out of the way. You know, I guess there were times when I, it wasn't really coming together as such, but I just continued to work on what aspects I could. And then that seemed to open it up. But it's different for different people, though, right? Right, yeah. Everyone has their own process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for those tips. Would you mind sharing with the listeners what the best part now has been about writing your book and, you know, the work that you've been doing? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the best part is it's allowed me to know myself at a deeper level. Even writing this book on emotions forced me to take a look at my so-called shadow side, you know, and just bring that up to the surface for air and for clarity. It was really a wonderful, wonderful experience. And there's the expression that you teach what you want to learn or what you need to learn. And I, I think that's very true when we are motivated in a certain direction, there's something in us, in every writer that wants to discover more about that, that area. So that's, that's the fun. (laughs) That's the fun of it. Yeah. Well, before I get to the point where you could share where uh, the listeners could find you online, I just wanted to ask if I missed anything. And if you were to step in my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? I think you did a great job, you know. Is there anything else? I would just offer the idea to your listeners to believe in themselves and listen. Listen to their inner callings, you know. There's so much more information that we have inside of ourselves, so many more resources that we have inside of ourselves than we often recognize. So allow that part to speak to you, you know, whether that's through journaling or writing or whatever, a lot of good stuff to uncover. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that encouragement. And it's been an absolute pleasure to have you, Randy. I just wanted to finish with where the listeners could connect with you online and what you're up to next. Thank you so much. Uh, Well, I am either at uh, randyterran.com or at uh, projecthappiness.org and the Facebook and Instagram accounts that are related to that. And uh, any other books that you're thinking of writing or just... Yes, yes. I have another one that I'm cooking up. I I can't really uh, speak about it yet because it's just really in the baby, baby stages. But already I'm excited about it so awesome more to share later on (laughs) that's exciting well I'd love to have you back on uh, in the future when you have that finished so I'll keep an an eye out on it and I'll definitely pick up your book because I it's encouraged me to um, work through some of the emotions I have and you know I'm I'm a I'm a dad and father of four kids so I think I can help them it could help them a lot uh, as well oh absolutely and 
you know, as we work out our emotions or understand them a little bit better, it just changes our ability to relate to those around us in more, I guess, free and honest and elevating ways. Yeah. Thank you so much for the encouragement. And again, for being on the show, Randy, I really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. (laughs) You too. Thanks for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. Be sure to visit dailyauthors.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. 